Welcome to Make This Your Podcast, where I'll be giving you the roadmap and inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work with digital courses and schools. I'm your host, Destiny Berman, course marketer and digital strategist. Are you ready to make the shift and reinvent your work online? Let's go. Now, you may know that email is an amazing marketing tool. But before you see any benefits of using email in your marketing strategy, first, you need to get people on your list. Then you want to have the proper follow-up sequence. So today, I want to talk about how you can attract people to your list and then what that follow-up email sequence looks like after they sign up. One of the biggest misses I see is either we put zero focus on getting people onto our list or we put all the focus there and then we forget about the follow-up which is equally important. And the key to being successful when it comes to leveraging email campaigns for filling up your online courses is to have both. So first, let's talk about how we can build up your list. And I have a specific approach on how we can do this because let's face it, we're all busy. We've got a lot going on, whether it's because we're parents, we've got family, we're running an existing business. The strategy that I teach my community is to have an active and passive lead builder. A lead builder is a lead magnet where it's a piece of free specific content in exchange for their name and email address. Now, why is this important? It's important that you are building your own channel online. And that channel is your email list because you own that list and it's platform agnostic. It's not based on what Facebook is doing. It's not based on what YouTube is doing or Instagram. It's a channel that you own. So you're leveraging social media to build your own channel, which is your email list. And a lead magnet allows you to do that. So it's intentional, it's targeted, and it's specific. And you want their name and their email address so you can continue to build that relationship with them online. My approach incorporates a passive and active element to it because we're busy and we've got a lot going on. So your passive lead magnet is what I call a PDF. It's a guide. It's a mini ebook. It's a how-to. It's a plan. PDFs are passive because one, it's very digestible for your user. When people come across it on their social media, it's very attractive. Oh, name and email address in exchange for how to lose weight in three days or give my name and email address for learning how to create more calm inside my life. Five steps, three steps, two days. So a PDF is very easy to take in. You don't need to watch any video. There's no audio. It's easy. It's passive. So the idea is that you're using advertising campaigns on your social media channel of choice to be building ads and building up emails passively every day, 24-7, whether you're spending $10 a day or $5 a day or $15 a day. And I talk about this in my five miss video that you can click on in the description below. So you have a passive lead building approach. You're building up your list every single day. And we have members who start from a very small email list and literally as they sleep in a matter of weeks, they now have 300 emails, 400 emails using advertising. And this is really where advertising does well. It's not reliant on you putting out content five days a week. It's not reliant on you showing up live, hence the term passive. Now, the downside to a passive lead builder is that it can get sleepy. 
you know, people don't have as much engagement with you. So in order for you to build that depth of content for them to say, yes, I want to be inside your high value course, your high value program, you're going to have to put in more effort. And this is where we leverage the active lead builder. The active lead builder can be two forms, a webinar, a content webinar specifically, where you're not making a pitch. You want to think about this like a podcast episode. You're teaching live, you're engaging, they get to ask you questions, they get to learn from you, there's value add, or it can be a mini event like a three-day challenge. It's active. Now, the biggest distinction here is that they get access to you regardless of what form, and they really get to know you more. So all the people who've been coming onto your email list, now some of them may have consumed the content, some of them may not have even opened it. Well, now they get another invitation to engage and learn from you in a very active way. If you leverage the passive and the active lead building approach together, it allows you to free up your time. Again, it's not about creating and pumping a content five days a week. It allows you to build your list productively, leveraging advertising, and it allows you to build a higher quality of relationship. Think about someone who comes to a live workshop or even a 45-minute talk that you may have held. That is an active lead builder, except that at the live event, you may not have a system for creating and collecting their email address. So active lead building, advertising, that's what's going to build your list. What happens after that? They get on your list, and now we need to have a proper follow-up sequence. So now what? Well, there are three categories of follow-up. Number one is when they first get on your list. My recommended sequence for when someone first joins your list is three to four emails over a seven-day period. So now you may say, wow, that seems like a lot. Do I really want to send that many emails when they first join my list? And the answer is yes. If they found you online versus meeting you at a live event where they get to hear you speak for 45 minutes or engage with you in person, it's easy to forget about you. And so if you don't show up in their inbox with great content, high value content over a short period of time, you're going to increase the odds of them forgetting who you are because they found you through an ad. So there's an immediate follow-up sequence. Then there's what I call strategic content that adds value over time. And this is in about the four to eight week period before you ask them to jump into your high value program. So this is a combination of nurturing and priming. Strategic content, meaning that you are offering value, speaking to a specific problem that they are facing, and you're giving them a specific solution. So if you take the tax professional as an example, what are the common problems that your clients faces when it comes to getting their taxes done or even preparing to get their taxes done? You pick one specific problem in the one piece of content and give them a solution. Don't try to add too much content in one piece. And this is a mistake that I often see entrepreneurs make. They try to solve too many problems in one piece of content, one email and one video. So you want to have a weekly sequence that they hear from you over a six to eight week period where you're building connection, you're adding value, and you're having them think about what it is that they need because your program, your course is going to be the solution. Just like your one-on-one work is very much the solution or if you're already teaching in person. The third type of emails is what I consider making micro offers. Often our clients have 
paid content they already have out there, a recorded workshop, a mini class. And what's useful is to be able to offer the new people joining your email list a chance to buy. It could be a $6 ebook. It could be a $49 recorded workshop. And what's really nice is that one, when people start to buy in the follow-up emails, they're telling you, yes, I'm interested. And two, I'm not scared of making micro-commitments to be a customer. And what we find is that the folks who are willing to buy in between your big program launch, your big campaign launch, those are the folks that are also primed to join your high-value premium course and program. So three types of follow-up sequences that's going to add value to your list to build that relationship and to really set you up to have a successful course launch. Now, one example is a client, Laura, who comes to mind, where she has a smaller self-study offer that's $197. And every day, she's adding people to her list. And what we saw was that as people were coming onto her list, she's following up and she's making them the offer of selling this $197 self-study mini course. And every single week, she has sales. And in those two months leading up to her course launch, she was getting sales every week. So she's making revenue, she's generating income, it's offsetting the ad costs, and she saw a 30% lift in her conversion when she launched because she now has this community of micro buyers. So I'm really excited about this strategy for you. And having this email marketing plan is a critical step when it comes to driving more leads and more sales for your online course. The great news is that once it's set up, it's done. I want to segue into a different yet related topic, which is for those of you who have a retreat and event-based business, I want to walk you through how you can turn this into a profitable course and add a digital revenue stream to your business today. This transition is closer than you realize. Your retreat and event-based business is a huge success. You have rooms full of people, you sell out your retreats, you even have a waiting list, and you love doing this. You love bringing people together. You love creating transformation in person. This is what you're here to do. So why would you even consider adding a course revenue stream into your already profitable and lucrative business? Well, number one, we know as a retreat business owner, all the logistics that come into play for someone to actually get to the event. There's travel, there's schedule, there's time. And what I see with my clients who have been teaching in-person immersions and retreats is that when they add this online course component to their business, they get to tap into a whole market of students and clients who want to learn from them but have not been able to attend. And what happens over time is that the students and clients who are a part of the online version of the retreat and immersion, even if it feels like it's different, end up coming and attending their in-person when they're finally able to. It allows you to create connection and community without losing on that customer. And how amazing is that? I'm going to give you tips and hacks that can fast track how you can take the content and program you already have in person and believe it or not, turn it into an effective and productive online course so you can reach more people and not leave any money on the table. So your first question may be, well, where do I start? 
how do I take what I've been teaching organically in person with small groups or large groups and turn this into an actual course? So first step is to pinpoint your biggest area of opportunity. What is the retreat or in-person immersion that you've been running for the longest that consistently gets filled that people are wanting more of? Second is to consider, do you want to continue teaching this content? And is there an opportunity for you to take this content and turn it into recurring programming? Most likely, the answer is yes. But we want to go a little deeper. Why has it been such a successful retreat for you? Are you measuring that by the number of people? Are you measuring that by the amount of profit that you have made? Is it because of the length of time? Is it because of the price? So you want to check in with yourself. Has it been a very successful offer for you because there is enough market demand? Because this is what you've been known for. If so, this is a prime revenue driver for you to be online, especially if you have a waiting list of people who haven't been able to attend or because you're limited by the in-person spots and in-person capacity. The second thing you want to look at is What content can I pull out that can stand the test of time? So what is it that your community continues to ask for from you at this in-person training? Is there a particular day that is popular or that has the most impact and has been able to create the biggest transformations within your students and clients? So taking a look at what's been driving the most amount of revenue and profit, what has been successful and stands the test of time, And if you want to continue to teach this content and continue to be known for it online, then this is the offer that we want to look at first. Now, I just had this question the other day. Well, if I'm teaching all day, how can I actually turn that into online content that continues to be engaging and it doesn't lose people? So here's what you want to do. When it comes to a digital course, it all stands on micro lessons. So instead of putting all the content and filling up one day, you want to take that one day and break it into 10-minute chunks, 15-minute lessons, where each lesson has a specific outcome. With content, you are also delivering this on a weekly basis. So first off is to look at how can you take the day-long content and break this into shorter pieces of content. In fact, I just helped one of her students take a three-day retreat and break this down into a six-week course. Why? Because each day ended up being two modules, and each module got released over one week's time when it comes to online. The second thing you want to consider is, is there additional content that I may want to supplement that didn't make sense for in-person? For example, a workbook or a manual, or even added teaching content that simply makes sense for what they're learning over their computer and inside their home. And third, for those of you who record your in-person events, can I even leverage what I've already recorded and edit out pieces of those teachings to pull into my online course? So here are some tips and shortcuts that could fast track you converting your in-person retreat and your immersion into a digital program. Now, for those of you who are wondering, well, what if I lose out on people who would have signed up for my in-person? And will the two offers compete with each other? 
This is a popular question that I get often. The reality is that the folks who want to attend in person will choose to do that and they'll make that happen. Folks who are on the fence or they simply can't move through the logistics will take advantage of online. And remember, over time, they're going to feed into each other. In-person folks want access to recorded content that they can also continue to learn and study at their own pace. And online folks, at some point, if they fall in love with your teachings and they're getting results, they will want to come to your in-person retreat, immersion, or event. What you want to consider when you turn the lengthy in-person content into micro lessons for your online programming is you want to layer in interaction and you want to give them actionable exercises in assignments. Because let's face it, it's not going to be the same experience and you're not going to have their same attention as when you get someone in person, you can tell them to put away their phones and not get distracted. When you're learning online, one of the biggest drawbacks is you can easily get distracted. You get the text message, you get the email notification. And not all of us, in fact, very few of us have the discipline to turn off all those distractions and to shut it down. So as much as you can layer an interaction and actionable exercises and assignments, this will keep your students engaged. So just know that if you have a successful retreat or in-person event business, it is very possible with the hacks that I just gave you to quickly turn this into a online course that works. If you have questions around how you can do this, I'd love to chat with you. If you're ready to go deeper, and to start creating the online course from your sold out events. Click on the link below to get my simple seven step launch guide so that you can turn this into a course that sells and get in front of more people. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am thrilled you're here. The resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me inside my Facebook group, Shift with Success. And if you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Until next time, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.